All right, KISS Army, welcome to the KISS FAQ Podcast. Thank you for giving us your time today and letting us into your head. I hope we don't do any damage. This is a KISS-related podcast by the board for the board. We hope that you enjoy. Hi, welcome to episode 230 of the KISS FAQ podcast. I am your host today, Alex Bagboy, and joined with me today is Marcus Almighty, Mark, and, and 69th Blizzard, Ken. And we, may be, and we may be joined by Lonnie, uh, St. Louis KISS, a little later today. We'll see how things go. Uh, today's episode is going to be kind of focusing on Origins Volume 2, the uh, upcoming Ace Frehley album, uh, the second volume, uh, following after Origins Volume 1. Uh, but first, we've got some cool uh, KISS news, or latest, latest and greatest. We had the Series XM show uh, that KISS did at the Whiskey O'Gogo on um, just earlier this week. Um, did you guys get a chance to hear the episode at all, or the, to listen to the show broadcast? I yeah, I, I I listened to some of it. And actually, yesterday morning when I was in the car, I had my Sirius radio on, and they were playing the show on Sirius. I guess a, re- a replay of it. Uh, and uh, so yeah, it sounded good. Um, I saw some of the video that was posted out there, and and uh, yeah, it looked good. It's cool to be in a you know a club environment uh, with Kiss if you have the chance. Uh, I tried to get a ticket for that, but nope, no go. <laughs> what about you? What about you, Mark? Well, I am not a Sirius XM subscriber, so I don't have any means to it. But I did see a couple things online here and there. Um, it seemed like a decent. Uh, show. Um, I thought the lighting was pretty impressive for such a small stage that they had. Um, the, I find that a lot of bands now are starting to look into this kind of way of promoting. Um, another band that you guys all know I deal with, yes, uh, one of the incarnations of that band, ARW, uh, just did a live show at the Whiskey A Go Go as well a few months ago. Oh. Not a few months ago, quite a while back, like maybe half a year ago, but they also did something like that, very similar. So I guess this is something that's uh looked upon favorably by, you know, uh people who like these sorts of bands, right? So mm-hmm. I didn't get to see it uh too much of it, but from what I saw it was it was decent and uh I thought they did a good job. Yeah, I agree. Um I, I don't know. I, I feel bad now, Mark. Some of you guys think who for those who couldn't hear, because I was able to download the SiriusXM app and not even register, <laughs> and was able to listen to the show for you know for free or whatnot. So I, I had a blast with it. Uh, let me quickly go through with the set list they did. So anybody who's doing the not listen to the, any of the set list kiss doing for the end of the road tour, you may want to pause or skip ahead for about a minute. <laughs> But they uh, they started with Deuce. They went into Shout It Out Loud, Say Yeah, Heaven's on Fire, Cold Gen, Lick It Up, War Machine, Love Gun, Let Me Go Rock and Roll, Do You Love Me, Black Diamond, and he finished off with Detroit Rock City. Uh, so no no rock and roll tonight, but uh, a great 12 minute 70 minute show. Um, I, I thought it was great, and I like and you know for anybody it was definitely live. There was some mistakes there. They had the 
uh, start off with Let Me Go Rock and Roll uh, again. Um, so it was a great show. I really hope they, um, if they were to do a, a quick pressing, this would be a sweet CD, maybe CD slash DVD uh, package to have at the end of the road show. Um, mm-hmm. Just, you know, with these songs being songs that they are doing currently. Uh, it'd be a great kind of a take-home package, you know, if you go to the end of the road tour shows to have some some of the songs live. Or even have a couple of songs done to 7-inch for Record Store Day. Oh, there exactly. you go. Yeah, <laughs> a special release on vinyl. Yeah. Of course, it's a good idea, so they won't do it, right? So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a good Probably idea. Probably too late to do it now. So we'll skip that. <laughs> So like I said, this episode is going with Origins Volume 2, uh, but one of the first things, though, was there was a post on the uh, on the FAQ board uh, called, As an Ace Fan, I'm Glad He Isn't a Part of This Tour. What are you guys' thoughts with that uh, that kind of a statement? Uh, Mark? Um, well, I, I guess that if you're a true diehard Ace fan, then I guess that uh, in one way, him not you know, getting involved with all this brouhaha that's going on with the, you know, lip syncing and all that, you know, they can probably look at it like a victory for Ace, like that he's not being tangled up with all this kind of stuff and that, you know, Ace can just continue doing what he's doing with his band and, you know, all the Ace fans are happy that way. But I do know that there's a large section of them who very much wanted him to be involved with Kiss on the tour. So um, I'm not sure where that comment came from or what the, you know, what the uh, genesis of that thread was, um, because honestly, I didn't really catch that thread. I mean, I've been kind of tied up today, so I haven't been on the board at all today. So I'm not really sure what stemmed that um, thread, but I, I find it actually kind of surprising because from, from what I have read in the past, most people kind of wanted Ace to be involved in it. So I'm only guessing that the reason why they wouldn't want him involved is because they didn't want him all tied up with all that mess that's going on in around not only the lip syncing, but the whole fiasco around Jean and what's happening with Ace's. Uh, they keep calling her his wife, but um, I don't even oh, think yeah. he's legally divorced with Monique. So how can that be his wife? So anyways, that's neither that's neither near here nor there. But I think it, it, they're just happy that he uh, maybe isn't being involved in all the mess. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was wondering, oh, maybe it was, yeah, was it the thread starter, his fiance? <laughs> You know? <laughs> she's, she's pissed off now that since they're not going to let him in, I don't want him in because they're not going to let him in. But whatever, <laughs> I don't know. I, I you know, it'd be to me, it'd be nice to have Ace involved somehow at some point. And I'm, I'm still hoping that it'll happen. You know, Madison Square Garden is the, I think, a great opportunity to have an appearance there. Him and Peter, hopefully. It probably won't happen, I guess, the way things are going. But, you know, I can hope. Yeah, I um, I agree. I There's like the part of me that's like, oh, I'd love to see Ace on the tour. Just, you know, because I haven't seen Kiss with Ace. You know, it's only been the current lineup. Mm. Um, and it'd be cool to see, you know, three of, three of the four original members. And, of course, you know, that lineup of the Gene, Paul, Ace, and Eric Singer lineups, like, <laughs> it seems like both times an ace has been in a lineup with uh, without Peter, though they've always been like this short-lived lineup, and you go, boy, what what could have been? Um, and so there's definitely that, but at the same time, I, I can I can get where he's coming from, and I think Ace has been healthier without being in Kiss. 
I think yeah. there's, True. you know, his sobriety um, has been has been solid without being in Kiss, and so I'm sure you know as a paycheck, you know, you'd like to see Ace get a get a nice paycheck uh, to call it a day. But I don't know. The, the, not, the nice thing is with him being not with Kiss, that allows us to uh, to have him do solo material uh, such as Overton's Volume Two, which he started recording uh, on February seventh. So the first question is, is how has the album aged, uh, Origins Volume 1, uh, for both of you guys? Ken? Whew. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's aged fine. I mean, um, I don't listen to it a lot or anything. Um, if I listen to it, that's only going to be a few songs, you know, maybe the one with Paul um, and a, a, a couple others. Um yeah, I mean, it's okay. It's aged okay. I just don't... I prefer him doing original music. And, uh, that's that's just how I feel. I, I don't think he needs to be doing a whole bunch of, uh, of these you know, cover albums. Yeah. Mark? Um, well, for me, it's, it's aged pretty good. Um, I don't listen to it constantly. I still listen to Spaceman a lot more than I listen to Origins, but... Um, I still pull it out every once in a while on vinyl um, and listen to when I'm downstairs doing stuff. Um, but I find that mainly I won't listen to the whole record. I'll either take out album one or album two and just listen to the one. Like, And I tend to find that I usually listen to volume one because I like the songs better on there. Like, I do like White Room and Street Fighting Man and Spanish Castle Magic is actually one of my favorite Hendrix songs. So I don't mind those songs in there, but... Uh, I don't listen to it as much as I listen to Spaceman, which I still listen to, not on a weekly basis, but maybe every other week I listen to it once or twice and put it on. I, I, that record kind of surprised me, to be honest with you. But, but um, Origins, um, it, it's okay. I mean, it's like any other artist, I think, that does you know cover stuff. It's either you like the material he does and you listen to it, or you don't, that's usually the big factor in it. I mean, it doesn't even matter if it's Ace. I mean, Ace could have done his greatest performances on record ever, but if the songs suck and I don't like them, then I'm not going to listen to it, right? Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I'm kind of like you guys in that sense. I I, I don't know. And I, it's one of the things I gave praise for for Spaceman was I thought Ace gave a good nine solid songs on, on Spaceman. I know some opinions could vary on that, but... I, th I think with Ace, um, you know, we sit there and go like, oh, I wish there was more songs. But sometimes it's, I want quality over quantity. Um, yeah. and, and it's a bit the same for me. I think the only songs I really listen to off Space, or, I mean, not Space Bay, but Origins Volume 1, are the three Kiss songs he did, uh, Parasite, Cold Gin, and Rock and Roll Hell. Um, and then Fire and Water with, with Paul on it. Um, you know, White Room is good, and, and I did like... Uh, but I do like till the end of the day. Um, I thought it was a good one too. But it's a lot of the other ones I hate. To, I don't want to say the throwaway tracks because I know they're, they're classic tracks for people. But uh, for this album, for Ace's uh, versions, they're just throwaway songs for me, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, so, with, so with going into Origins Volume Two, um, you know, should Ace change the approach of how uh, of how to do this kind of an album? Hmm. Let me think. Uh, well, 
he usually gets a bunch of guest artists or a few at least um and i don't think he's going to be getting gene or paul this time out after the recent <laughs> events so i i have a feeling they're not going to be involved uh, maybe you ought to get peter chris to do a drum level song if they can get him get him out there for one um oh even a vocal out of peter so maybe you know because maybe peter can't drum i mean i'm sure he can sing and I'd, I'd love to hear him sing on an ace you know or or a tune that inspired you know them um even like a maybe like a who song or something like that would would be could be potentially good like even like behind blue eyes or something like that i could see you know maybe peter singing um otherwise uh his approach uh you know choose some other artists i guess that influenced him i mean he's he's tackled hendrix and 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 some other ones you know and cream or and, and so on um yeah try a couple of uh, other artists and maybe pull out another rolling stone song uh that seemed to do well you know for him uh in the past so i think his approach is fine it's just you know choosing the right songs and and getting the right maybe a few different singers i mean he can still sing maybe half of it and then maybe get you know another five four or five singers yeah i i, I think there's nothing really you can do to change the format i mean what are you going to do i mean Mm-hmm. really the the approach is probably the only approach you can do pick a couple of you know pick covers that you like you know i i would the only thing i would suggest is maybe try to stay away from the kiss songs to be honest because yeah. uh, i just i just think that if you're going to be doing an origins cover concept you know covering your own material is kind of you know mm-hmm. really odd if you ask me um but i think the idea is solid get some guest people on there and, uh, you know, look, he doesn't need to have Gene and Paul on this. He doesn't. He just, There's lots of other people on here in the music world that he can have. And, you know, I have my list for later when we get to that question of who he could bring on there. And there's lots of songs that he can do as well, you know. Um, but I think that as far as the concept of how to make the record, I think he's on the right track. Just get guests in that can sing because obviously there's better singers that can sing than him. And, uh, you know, like you said, maybe half and half, you know, half the guests sing half of them. He does. And, you know, just pick some strong cover songs. That's the main thing. As long as the songs are good, that will keep my attention to it. No, I, I agree. I think, you know, the question should you change his approach. Now, personally, me, I, I wasn't crazy for the guest artist, to be honest. Uh, I mean, you know, it's not like Slash was singing or uh, John Five or or the other fella, um, um, Mike McCready. Um, I mean, Paul was great. It was great having Paul do vocal. Um, but, like, I, I actually I, I can't stand a wild thing with Lita Ford. Lita Ford's great. I like Lita <laughs> Ford's stuff solo. Lita, you know, I, I don't want to hear her. Uh, Lita Ford singing on an Ace album, uh, and I know that's that's tough because Ace isn't necessarily the best vocalist of uh, around. I think we can all think of a hundred other vocalists that are better than Ace, really. But um, it was kind of a, a a low point for me with with Origins. 
uh, volume one. Um, but like you did uh, mention, you know, uh, Mark, I know you mentioned he should stick away from the Kiss songs. Um, but uh, Ken, have, are there any Kiss songs you think if he was to do, like, you know, some more Kiss songs on it, what would you like to see him do? Oh, my. Uh, what song would I want him to do if he did a Kiss song? Um, yeah, pick three. <laughs> pick three? Pick three. Yeah. Not one, three. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, I'll pick three songs. I got three. Come on, you can do it. I can I can pick three I can pick three. Okay, well, well let, let's do this. Yeah. Uh, I'll pick three. Yeah, um, uh, I'm not gonna do Cold Gin uh, because it's just yeah we've done that. Um, but uh, maybe I'd like to see him do Getaway because he did write that one, uh, and you know he could even do Strange Ways. Um, mm-hmm. You know because again those are two songs that Peter sang, but you know it's it's here you know his interpretation of uh, vocal on that um as another song um a third song shoot I, i'm not sure what i'd have him do um maybe something like uh what I, you know i don't know I, I really don't know i can't i cannot pick a third one <laughs> that i'd well, want I mean, him to do you know well I, I for if i was to pick three one of them you picked already which was strange ways. I think that's a song very closely associated with him. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the early songs that he wrote and contributed to Kiss. So I think it would be a good idea for him to do that if he's going to do one of the Kiss songs. Um, another song that people keep always asking for him to do, whether it's well, especially live because he's probably not done it. If he has done it, it's probably once or twice. Um, is Dark Light? Maybe him do his own version of that oh. might be an interesting thing to do on stage. Yeah. Or on album as well, obviously for this for this record, and uh, the other song I'd like to hear him do if he does a Kiss song is my favorite song that he's done on Unmasked, and that's Talk to Me. I'd love to hear him do that because that's also a more kind of a straight rock and roll kind of song. You know, it has like the you know the open G tuning in it. It's very much reminiscent of like a Rolling Stones kind of song, so it could fit in perfectly if he did another Stones song along with it. So. You know, it would it would fit in perfectly, I think, with the vibe of those kinds of songs. So those would be my three: Talk to Me, Dark Light, and Strange Ways. And you, you know, you say Dark Light, I just thought of, uh, yeah, you could do that, but maybe do the original version, the Don't Run. I think it's called. It was called. Don't yeah. Run. Yeah. That version, the original, before it became Dark Light for the Elder. Uh, do it that way. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I know for the three I picked, I think we're all thinking alike. Uh, definitely strange ways, and and I, and I want Ace to do the vocal. I was thinking about like, you know, I bet Ace could do a killer vocal on on strange ways. Um, and if he wants, maybe have Peter Chris on the album so you finally get that drum solo in there too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the ten minute drum solo. <laughs> uh, but then the second one also comes from Hotter Than Hell that Ace had a co-write with was Coming Home. Um, I think that'll be like a fun. There could be a fun twist with that, um, and and you know maybe see Ace shine with some vocals on that. Um, and then my last one that I picked because uh, I really I, I'd like to just see it kind of get finished, uh, whether he does it on a '78 solo album live show or not. I would be all for nothing that one outtake that he uh, that exists from the 78 solo album. Um, there's an instrumental. You can, you can find it on YouTube. Uh, there might be a 30-second clip. There might even be the whole song. Um, and then there was a version that, it, uh, that 
as horrendous. Uh, it sounds like, you know, Ace is playing in the back bedroom and you're in the kitchen and stuff, so it's very kind of not there. But there's vocals to it. So I think it would be cool to see if, if Ace could finish that um, finish that up. And, and that would be like a kind of a fun... A fun thing for the the, the hardcore Kiss Ace Frehley fans, you know, like, oh, cool, this is like an outtake, and for those um, who, are, who are just kind of getting introduced, you know, they go like, oh, cool, it's like an unreleased Kiss song that just got finished. Yeah. Um, yeah. So with with picking now, uh, with picking the three Kiss songs, that leaves us with if we're looking at the kind of the same formula as Origins Volume One, that gives us nine uh, nine tracks. Um, that we wouldn't mind seeing Ace do for it. Um, so I guess we can uh, mm-hmm. round table on on a song that we think. We have start off with Mark on that. Okay, well, I'll come out right now and say that I wasn't able to think of nine, um, but I was able to think of six. So, mm-hmm. And I think that they're all songs that might be a bit of a surprise in some way, and maybe not, and I, I kind of have reasoning behind them. Um, the first song that I picked actually was um, an ACDC song because I remembered one time they said that ACDC actually toured with Kiss yeah. so maybe as like a you know maybe like a hats off to Angus and the guys um, play a song that they did because I mean you know ACDC is, is as rock and roll as it comes obviously you probably need to get a guest vocalist to sing uh, something like this I can't imagine Ace doing a ACDC vocal mm-hmm. but um, I, I'd like to see him do something like Dirty Deeds I think that might be a kind of a cool song mm-hmm. to do and uh, you know might be in the right frame of mind mood wise for him with the way he's been feeling lately with all this stuff happening around him. So, you know, dirty deeds under cheap, maybe that might be a great song for him to do. Awesome. Ken. Well, uh, I'm thinking, uh, he's done a, you know, before he's done a sweet song. Um, but I, I think he could do another sweet song. Um, even, um, maybe, you know, uh, something like, uh, what was I was thinking? Uh, like ballroom, you know, ballroom blitz or something like that. Try that one. Uh, I think that that could work for him. It might be fun, you know, a fun song to to do. I, I don't know, you know, if he'd be the singer or not, but uh, I think it'd be uh, a, a good song to try out. Definitely. I was uh I was going with the idea of like, oh man, if Ace could have a guest. A guest singer like to do uh, to do a duet kind of a thing with, um, and I'd love to see Peter Chris be that other singer. Mm-hmm. And and so I'm gonna throw it might be left field for some people. I don't know, Ken. You may have heard of this band called Y&T. Yes, of um, course. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Awesome. I've seen them a couple uh, times. Yeah. Heck yeah. And so they 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 originally well, so Y&T stands for Yesterday and Today. Correct. And so the first two albums were Yesterday and Today, and then Struck Down. But right off the bat, on the first Y&T album, is a song called Animal Woman uh, that starts off the album. And that one had trade-off vocals with uh, Dave Menichetti and Phil Kittimore. Hmm. And uh, I was just thinking, like, man, it's got that classic, you know, 70s guitar, that classic sound that's very, uh, very almost Ace Frehley-ish in a way. Uh, a little bit bluesy, though, at the same time. And I was thinking, like, man, that'd be, like, a sweet, uh, you know, trade-off vocals with, with Ace and Peter. Um you know, it's kind of a dirty song, uh, <laughs> but, but fun at the same time. And so that's one that I think would be fun. I don't know how much uh, Ace Frehley was influenced by Y&T. Of course, I do know Y&T did open for Kiss uh, in a show in 1974. So when they were yesterday today. So about the same yeah. time period, though. So Very cool. 
Well, my next pick was um, based off of a song by a band that we, we all mentioned already, and I know that uh, Ken mentioned The Who earlier on, and I definitely think that a Who song would be right up his alley, considering that he wasn't a kind of a Who cover band, I think. He's mentioned in his book that he did some kind of a tribute band that did Who songs or something like that. Um, so I think that a song like I Can't Explain would be kind of cool for him to do. Um, he could definitely make that a bit more um, rocking and you know, I think that he could probably get away with singing it as well. It's not an overly difficult song. He probably needs some people to do some of the backing vocals with him. But um, yeah, I think that uh, a Who song would be right up his alley. Perfect for him to do. I mean, he's obviously really influenced by the Who, so why not do a Who song? And, you know, there's so many songs that the Who have done that are classics. But, you know, why not go to a, a really old one? Because if there's anything that's going to be influencing Ace, it'll be probably that material. I can't imagine stuff past, you know, 73 being too much of an influence to on him because he was so involved in Kiss and doing stuff at that point later on that who knows how many records he was actually listened to at that point. But definitely this time period would be influential for him. Hmm. That's a good one. Um, yeah, another one. I, I'm, I'm, I'm doing these off the top of my head because I... I did not do any homework, so um, I'm doing this. But so the next one, uh, and kind of, it's an influence, definitely influence. Uh, maybe I don't know about music wise, but uh, you know the makeup. So I was gonna go with the Alice Cooper song, um, and thinking that uh, maybe something like Under My Wheels uh, might be a cool song to 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 pull out. I mean that's a that's a great song, and I think, you know, they could, you know, he could put some cool stuff, energy into that one um, with guitar licks and so on. Um, so I thought that might that might be cool. Uh, then I'd like to hear that one from Ace. Nice. I don't know. I don't know if Don Felder is an influence to Ace or whatnot, but uh-huh. are you, did you guys ever see that heavy metal movie, uh, that cartoon? Way back, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that in the movie theater. Yeah, that's what it was at. <laughs> a long time uh, ago. But, but there's a song called "Taking a Ride" that was in mm. uh, heavy metal. Um, I got introduced to it through an episode on South Park that kind of spooked <laughs> the whole heavy metal. Um, but it was it, it's such a good song, and and I definitely I was going through uh, doing some homework for this, and I was like, man, like what what sounds like an Ace like song? And I thought, man, "Taking a Ride" is actually. This could be a cool Ace Frehley song and allow him to to interpret it a little bit more like Ace does. I mean, of course, I think it's the the whole concept maybe of this album is letting it kind of aceify the albums, if you want to use that as a term. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Taking a Ride with, uh, by Don Felder would be a great uh, track for Ace to do. That's interesting. I'll have to listen to that. I, I don't remember the song. I guess it's been a long time since I heard that soundtrack, but uh, I'm going to have to take a listen to that one now. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. Interesting, interesting pick. Um, my third one is something that I think would make total sense. Um, Ace being a man who loves his instrumental songs, as we know, he at least puts one on every one of his solo records. Um, and this one, I think he could do justice to because every time somebody has covered this, they've always kind of put their own spin on this. And it's a Jeff Beck song. And uh, it's Bex Bolero, you know, how he does 
his own kind of instrumental there. And I know why not just call it Ace's Bolero and just do his own version of it. I mean, lots of people have done something like that where like Steve Hackett did a version of it once on this uh, British show called Gas Tank and they called it Steve's Bolero and he did like a version of it on there, uh, Steve Hackett. It was really good. But I'm guessing that uh, being that Jeff Beck is such a big influence on Ace that something like this would be, you know, just perfect for, for Ace to do. In fact, I was kind of surprised that he didn't do anything Jeff Beck related on the original Origins record because from all the th- all the times I've read something to do with Ace and when he talks about his influences, he does mention, you know, Zeppelin and Jeff Beck and that as big influences for him musically. So uh, surprising there was nothing on the first one, but maybe we'll get something on this new one. Interesting. Yeah, that's a good that's a good idea. I think Jeff Beck stuff. Uh, I think it is an influence on him. Very true. I'm sure it was some some influence. I see uh, Beck was you know, Jeff Beck has been around since you know late '60s, mid '60s, or even earlier. He's been around quite a while, so yeah, there's something there. Um, I guess uh, my next pick is more like kind of like. I think Mark's pick where he chose ACDC, but uh, my, my mine's going to be kind of like out there, um, and it, it could be a reach. Um, I'm I'm going to go with a Rush song. Uh, uh, thinking, try to do, but now we're not talking later Rush. I'm talking early Rush. Um, you know, something like you know, I, I don't know. It could be Finding My Way, uh, something like yeah. that. I think would would be fine. He could pull that one off. Um, as for the vocals, that's no, that's a give. You know, maybe that's one of the ones you definitely want to get a different vocalist that has maybe a a good higher you know, pitched voice, <laughs> a little bit higher mm-hmm. pitched at least um, to fit with that that song and the way people expect it to be uh, performed. I think it would be kind of cool. Well, I mean, and anything from that first Rush album. Would be perfect because it's very, you know, Zeppelin influenced. So anything really off of that first album would would make sense from that perspective. That his love of Zeppelin could trans transcend over to that end of it as well. And and I mean, it's no surprise that when they, we read some of the early stories about Kiss, that they were good friends with Rush, and that they openly said that they liked those first two records very much. So I wouldn't be surprised if Ace was one of those people who liked it very much as well. I guess I'll have to jump my list then, because uh, I picked the Rush song too. More than I was, because I messaged him. Because I, I, uh, I went to it. They call it Di Desert Industries. It's like a Goodwill, and they uh, actually had like the Rush Gold two disc set, like in pristine condition <laughs> for fifty cents. So I was like buying it. Yeah. Uh, but but Working Man, uh, which That's I guess was in the first too. Rush album. Yeah. Um, and I heard it a lot of my old job, and I was like, and and I was like, man, that'd be a killer song to see Ace do. Don't know if, like I said, if maybe him doing the vocals, maybe that could be like the guest vocal spot. But um, it's got that classic kind of, you know, more like I said, Zeppelin style uh, sound music compared to some of the later Rush albums. So mm-hmm. there's my little Rush pick I threw out there. <laughs> very cool. See, two people picked Rush. I was very surprised. And anybody who didn't pick Rush, it's me. I didn't pick one at all for yeah, for this. Yeah. What the hell's wrong with you, Mark? <laughs> 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 but what I did pick, though, is a Canadian person for my uh-huh. next one. And this one would be a piece of cake for him to sing. 
And I think that it this song kind of exemplifies easy rock and roll in terms of playing it. I mean, I think, Alex, if I gave you a guitar and showed you three chords, you could probably play this in half an hour. Same with Ken. And uh, we're talking about Neil Young. And oh, yeah. um, I thought for sure, like, Rockin' in the Free World would be something that would be oh, yeah. absolutely perfect for Ace to do. And, you know, he can stretch out that guitar solo, make it a really cool kind of Ace really kind of solo with it. And, you know, let's put it this way. Neil Young, you know, he's not exactly Pavarotti or anybody who has, like, a stellar high voice to, that you can have a hard time mimicking. I'm sure that, you know, Ace could sing it and make it sound actually really cool with his style of singing. So I think that uh, Neil Young's, you know, Rockin' in the Free World might be a good uh, contender to do for his record. So, uh, you know, hats off to another Canadian. He was originally from Winnipeg, I believe. So there we go. Right. Yeah, that's a good thing. I, I, I never would have thought of that. But, you know, thinking about that song, definitely. Uh, that's a good that's a good tune. Um, so, yeah, I think you could do that one. Hmm. All right. So my next song is kind of, it's a no-brainer from the standpoint of the title of the song. <laughs> um, and I'm, pick, I'm going with a uh, Deep Purple song, uh, Space Trucking. <laughs> I, to me, I just it's just like, come on, he's got to do the space song, right? So <laughs> let's do that one. That's a great song. Uh, I think it would be very cool to, to, to try to pull that one off. Um, again, you know, you're not going to match Ian Gillen's, you know, <laughs> vocals on that one. Um, but, you know, he could see, he could try to sing it still. Um, again, or get somebody. Um, but I think that would be a cool song to throw in there. It, you know, it's part of his spaceman kind of thing. <laughs> Definitely. Also, my little spacey theme song. And then um, mm. now this one's kind of left here. This one's, I, I think I've talked with you, Mark, before on this one. I don't know if you were feeling it though or whatnot, but um, uh, I do like Blink 182, and uh, they did a cover song called "Another Planet, Another Girl." Uh, it's a little more fast-paced, but again, we're kind of going with this idea of maybe Ace um, make, putting in his own style. And I remember listening to it, going like, "Man, I could, I could totally see Ace like, you know, change this up just a bit, making it more his style." So uh, Blink 182 is another planet, another girl. Um, definitely what. Uh, Anybody who wants to adventure out of their regular music scope and, and check it out, uh, definitely worth the listen and stuff. But that's my, my little left field song I picked out. Hmm. Interesting. I'll check it out just to to see where uh, you're going with, with that idea. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll check it out for sure. Um, interesting. My next one is uh, from a band that Ken just mentioned, Deep Purple. Hmm. Now, I wasn't thinking space trucking when I thought of this. Knowing how, well, I can't say for sure I know how Ace thinks, but um, c considering his his other picks that he has made on his mm. cover songs, albums, he seems to tend to go with the ones that, you know, are either really obscure or something that are really really well known. So I kind of picked Highway Star for that because oh, I yeah, kind of thought that yeah. that that would be a good one for him to do because. You know, it's pretty popular, it's well-known, it has a long solo section that he can, you know, make his own as well. It's another good um, uh, song to bring in a guest vocalist, because don't forget, something that some people may not think about is that when you're trying to entice a guest person to come in on a record, 
you have to give him something that he's going to be excited about singing. You know, if, if you can go and tell him that he's going to come on and sing, you know, Highway Star, he might be like, yeah, cool, man. But if you go and tell him, you know, you're going to sing Child in Time, he might be like, whoa, dude, what are you, what are you thinking here? You know, like, I, I don't have the range for that. You know what I mean? So you have to give him something that is exciting to them, something that they can do. And maybe a little bit of a challenge. I mean, it's not an easiest song to sing either. There's still that, I love it, I need it, that high yeah. part in there as well, right? So it's not like it would be a walk in the park to do, but at least for most singers that you know we can consider on this project, they would probably have a fun time trying to learn that and and do it for him on the record. So that's why I pick Highway Star. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good thing. I mean, I, that one crossed my mind when I was thinking of the... Um, Deep Purple song. So, yeah, that would have been another pick of mine if I didn't choose Space Trucking. So that's a good one. Um, my next one, even though I think, you know, uh, Ace uh, leans towards the Rolling Stones, um, I'm going to have him do a Beatles song, a try a Beatles song. Um, and I'm, th I'm thinking of trying, uh, you know, Ticket to Ride. Um just, you know, try. I think you can do it. I mean, um, you know, but, you know, you're going to you're gonna make it heavier, a heavy version of yeah. Ticket to Ride. He, uh, I, think it, I think it could work, actually, for him. Ace did that, uh, there's a demo of him doing uh, Baby It's You that mm. circulates from, like, the Fraley's Comet, uh, early Fraley's Comet days, and he definitely made it, you know, he made it his style, which is really cool. Yeah, so, yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to hear him try that one and I think it would be uh, pretty good awesome so my next one um, the Spencer Davis group I believe is the original mm -hmm. artist with this um, but Chicago or Chicago uh -huh. Transit Authority at the time had done this song uh, I'm a man yeah and um, and that could be like a fun one with a guest vocalist with it if he's got a couple other guys to do it I know there's like a part where I think it was Peter Cetera did like the third verse. That's a little bit of a breakdown. Uh, so I probably wouldn't want to have Ace do that one. Unless Ace wants to sing very high. Uh, but I, I think that could be a, a pretty cool, um, fun song. Um, and that guitar, you know, Terry Kath on, on those early Chicago albums is just is just mm -hmm. amazing. I'd love to see Ace kind of, you know, put his spin on that. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. Yeah. I didn't think that. I mean, Iron Man yeah, is, a, is, a, is a cool song. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a remake, like you said. She, she kind of did it. Um, I think it'd be cool. Um, yeah, maybe even bring in, if you can grab Satara to guest vocal on it. You know, yeah. It'd, it'd kind of be neat, you know? Cool. Interesting. Now, before I get to my last one that I thought of, because I think I've, I do have another one boiling in my head a bit too, so I'll get to that one as well. I got to ask Alex something, because since the beginning of this show and we started talking about this all i've been seeing as i've been talking to you is that background of the village people behind your head there and i gotta ask you though this this is related to what we're talking about yeah and since you're a big knowledgeable guy in the world of the village people let me ask you this if ace really did a village people song what mm. village people song would ace do I'd have him do Rock and Roll is Back again, which was actually off this album, Live and Sleazy. I did this background specifically for Lonnie because I thought Lonnie was going to be on the show and I wanted to have fun with him today, but he's not here. So I guess if he watches this, he'll uh, 
you'll catch the reference then. But um, they actually kind of did a rocking song. I believe that was actually was a cover for them uh, called Rock and Roll is Back Again, which was off the 1979 Live and Sleazy album. Hmm, interesting. I'd have to check that out because I'd like to envision what it would be like for Ace to, you know, put his own spin on that. Heck yeah. uh, it'd be could be pretty interesting. Um, so my last pick, well, and I have one more after this, but the, my original one that I had written down on my paper here was obviously he did well with a Zeppelin song last time. There's no reason why he can't do another Zeppelin song again. And again, kind of with my thinking how with The Who, the earlier material would be the stuff to be most influential to him. I think it would be the same way with Led Zeppelin. So I picked my favorite Led Zeppelin song, and since I'm not a big Zeppelin fan at all, uh, my my listening to Zeppelin, and people might, you know, be in absolute shock when I say this, that my Led Zeppelin stops at Zeppelin 2. I don't listen to anything mm. past that. I can't stand anything else. I can't stand 3 or 4 or any of those ones. I'm Mine is just 1 and 2. That, to me, is the real Zeppelin. And after that, it's just like, man, whatever. So my song that i picked is good times bad times i think that would be such a great song and it's such a fantastic riff in that and the vocals are good they're not you know out in the stratosphere he could do that probably as well so come on ace give me some good times bad times It'd be a good one It'd be a really good one <laughs> yeah, that's interesting i think it would be good um uh i'm running out of songs but uh I'm I'm thinking, uh, I'm thinking of another uh, artist from the you know about early '70s, and uh, and I just lost it what it was, and <laughs> I was on the top. Uh, Alex, go. Okay. Because I I gotta remember it. <laughs> so my next one, um, I don't know if I want to maybe have him shorten it down a bit because I know it's usually it's a bit longer. Uh, but it's by a band called Golden Earring, called Radar Love. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, I, I don't know if it's just because of like being in Detroit Rock City, the movie on the soundtrack, or it's just just kind of like that classic '70s highway road trip song. Um, but I think Ace can can pull that one off really well. Hmm. You need more time, Ken? <laughs> no, no, no. That's that's okay. Uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw one out there. Um, that's kind of, uh, and maybe there's too, too much of uh, too out there, but I'm I'm gonna go with uh, the Ed, Edgar Winter Group, and I, I'm gonna do. I'd like to see him tackle Frankenstein. Um, I think that would be a great instrumental, you know, because he likes to do instrumentals. So yeah, let's throw one instrumental and uh, do a rocking, rocking updated version of. Uh, of that song, I think it could be, you know, pretty, pretty rocking, pretty cool. Huh. That's actually an interesting, uh, interesting selection. Um, the one that I actually, uh, wait a minute, it's your, your turn now, isn't it, Alex? No, I just went, so you can go. Okay. Well, the, the one that came to me now, while we were talking was again, thanks to Alex's fantastic background there. And uh, I couldn't help but look at that picture and think to myself, that looks like a really young and odd dressed Lemmy there, that guy. 
you know, with the, with the uh, leather outfit there. So I was thinking myself, you know, maybe Motorhead might be a selection mm-hmm. for uh, Ace to do. And, uh, you know, there's lo- there's lots of uh, kind of good rock and roll songs. I mean, really, if you strip back, you know, a Motorhead and, you know, turn Lemmy's bass to like a normal, you know, sounding bass guitar, it's just basically rock and roll with just like really heavy bass and just, you know, really, really loud volume behind it. But, you know, there's so many songs that I really like off of uh, those Motorhead records. But, you know, for me, I think that if he did a song, something like, you know, The Hammer or The Catch is Better Than The... The the Chase is Better Than The Catch would be kind of cool to do. They're very kind of rock and roll-ish kind of songs. Um, He could do his own kind of ace freely vocal to it. And, uh, you know, I think that that's... It's a song... And a group that's not really expected, I think, of Ace to do. But I think, you know, without any doubt in my mind, I'm sure that he is familiar with Motorhead and probably even familiar with the band that he was in before that, uh, which the name is slipping my mind now. What's that band called again that he was in before? Hawkwind. That's it. And uh, so they were obviously a, a huge band, especially in the UK and stuff like that. And Ace was right into that kind of music scene as well. So was Paul, right? So I'm sure that he was familiar with Hawkwind. But, you know, I think that a, a Motorhead song would be something unexpected. And it's not far off of the whole rock and roll vibe. And he can definitely turn it into something cool for him. And, and that's the thing. I mean, look at some of the songs that he's picked before that he's taken. He's taken a song like 2000 Men, which is a complete psychedelic kind of song from the Stones, and turned it into something that you know, people love and, you know, when you hear the Rolling Stones one next to it, you're like, really, this is the same song? Like, you can't even believe it. So maybe he can do something similar in that kind of sense with a Motorhead song. Yeah, that makes sense to me. I think that would uh, uh, work well. I didn't think of Motorhead, but uh, yeah, it makes sense to me. Um, So while you're at doing that, Mark, I did come up with another pick, but but this pick is going to be a, another real left turn, I guess you could say, um, and it's going to be, you're going to think you're, you're nuts um, that I'm picking this, but uh, I'm going, I'm going to go with, you know, he did do a, you know, a Steve Miller song before, so I'm going to go with, uh, not Steve Miller, but I'm going to go with Boz Skaggs. Uh, mm. I'm going to do uh, Breakdown Dead Ahead because um, I could see him in the verses, you know, uh, I call you, you're not home, you know, mm-hmm. what's this cold reaction, you know, where you been kind of thing. I could see him, him doing his, you know, his yeah, kind of talking vocal style. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, the, the thing, you know, danger is a breakdown dead ahead. I, I think that would be interesting to, to see him, you know, put his stamp on that song. Um, I've always liked the song, but uh, I think it it would be interesting, the phrasing that he would do in that song. Nice. I um, For my next one, I picked, I want to make sure you get the band name right. I don't want to like uh, botch it. Cool. Uh, Credence Clearwater Revival. Revival. Yeah, CCR. Mm-hmm. You can just yeah, say CCR. You know. Okay, perfect. Sure. Because then it was like revival, and then it was like revisited. It was like yeah. LEDs to the cars and stuff. So, oh. but uh, but uh, fortunate son. Oh yeah, mm. great song. I, I don't I don't know Ace's 
politicalness or whatnot, if he if he might stay away from it or whatnot. But I think it'd be a cool, uh, quick, fast-paced uh, song. I'd like to see Ace do. Yeah, hmm. I mean, you can't go wrong with the Credence or you know John Fogerty written song. I mean, those yeah. are some just great, great rock and roll songs. Um, and I could see, yeah, that one's pretty darn good. I think you could pull that one off. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Well, yeah. well, I don't have any more. So if you want to go through yours, or if, or if Ken has another one that you want to add, do you have any more, Ken? Or no, because I made these no. all up at the on the spot. <laughs> you know, I kind of was picking and choosing. So uh, you go ahead, Alex. Because I, I think I'm good. done. Reach I've got it. I've got two more to make my nine. Uh, my second one, or oh, uh, second to last, is Paranoid by Black Sabbath. Mm. Oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> I, I was listening to some Ozzy the other day and, and I was thinking like, hey, you know, he's really, it's kind of like, hey, it's not like the best vocalist at times. And I was like, man, I bet Ace can, Ace could do a great version and, and let Ace kind of go crazy with the solo. Um, I think that would be, that would be a fun one for him to do. And then my last one, I was kind of a punk with it. I don't know if it's cheating per se, because it's already written by Ace Frehley, but it's not a Kiss song. But um, I'd like to see him do uh, do an updated, uh, you know, just a re-recorded version of Rock Soldiers. Oh. Uh, yeah. You know, a um, little bit maybe heavier or whatnot. Um, I like Anton's drumming and stuff on, yeah. on the original, so it's nothing against the original version of Rock Soldiers at all. I just wouldn't mind, you know, seeing, like, what's the, the 2019, 2020 version of Rock Soldiers going to sound like, you know, mm-hmm. with production and stuff <laughs> that Ace could do. And... Uh, I kind of cheated with that one, but I was thinking like, I'd like to hear like a, a re-recorded version of of that song. Yeah. So, yeah. those are the those are the ones that I picked, and I mean, I, I know we kind of thrown at Peter Chris, I guess, but uh, is there a, a guest vocalist or anybody you'd like to see on on this album at all? Uh, yeah. Ken? Well, I mean, when I picked mine, I kind of kind of had that in mind. Yeah. Like, you know, when we talked about, like, the Highway Star mm-hmm. or, you know, some of these other ones, like even the Zeppelin one. And even for the people who picked the Rush songs, for example, like Working Man and stuff like that, the first guy that came into my mind for this, and I know that in a minute he would do it. And I'm actually surprised that he hasn't asked this guy to be on there because he'd be like, right in there, dude, is Sebastian Bach. Right? Oh, yeah. Exactly. He would be perfect for it. He'd yeah. be like right on brother i'm singing it yeah you know he'd be like in there doing it and, and he'd he'd be perfect for it you know i think that he could sing those songs no problem and whatever ace would tell him to do he'd be like whatever brother you just tell me and i'm doing it you know what i mean so i think he'd be perfect for that for like the lead spot and the duet spot i thought of this because not long ago i was watching some of these video clips that were on youtube from the expos and stuff like that. And I remember seeing that clip where Jean Beauvoir was on stage doing some stuff when Ace was up there as well. And I don't remember the song that they were doing. I, I know we mentioned it on one of the old podcasts episodes, but um, he sang something up there with, I think it was the guys from Stars or one of those bands hmm. or Angel. And uh, I thought that he has a great voice, so maybe he could do a duet with Ace for some for some of the songs. I mean, and he has a kiss connection, obviously, with uh, with Paul. You know, writing some of those later Kiss songs in the uh, you know Animalize Asylum period of songwriting. So 
I think that he might be a cool uh, other vocalist to have in there as well. So those are my two picks that I chose. Sweet. Jen? Yeah, uh, again, yeah, I did say Peter Chris. Um, you know what? Sebastian Bach did cross my mind on, on that too, Mark. So that's a great, great one. Uh, yeah, he, he deserves to, to be on one of those um, one of those guest guest appearance. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of go the uh, you know we talked about Lita Ford earlier, but I'm gonna go with uh, Joan Jett. Uh, mm. Bring do a Joan Jett, you know, and even and maybe I'll pick another song, and maybe we'll just do an updated version of I Love you know I Love Rock and Roll, and mm-hmm. with with uh, her and Ace trading vocals, I think it would work. I really do. And uh, I, you know, she knows the song obviously, and sings it. Um, but I think it, you know, I love rock and roll. He loves rock and roll too, right? He's got <laughs> yeah. it. You must. You're rock hey, and look, roller. it's rock and roll. It's, yeah, it's, it's rock and roll. <laughs> it's right. Look. Um, so that that's my pick. Uh, Joe Jett would be another pick. Awesome. I um I know I mentioned earlier I like to have Ace do vocals on Strange Way and again I I'd mentioned Peter Chris already uh, but I guess the other vocalist I thought would be great though if he was to have a, a guest vocalist for Strange Ways uh, would be Rob Zombie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I still think of that version he did of God of Thunder at the VH1 Rock Honors was pretty awesome and, and I could definitely see Zombie uh, killing it on Strange Ways. Very nice. Interesting. That's sweet. For some good, good discussion on on origins too, and uh, you know, for anybody who else is listening uh, to uh, this to podcast today or, or whatever, uh, you know, share us your feedback on what you think you'd like to see on Origins Volume Two, on songs you'd like to hear, uh, Kiss songs or other artist songs or uh, guest people. I know uh, Julian's did a contest for one of the Sweet End of the Road tour books, and. Uh, and he's got a winner for that. So, Michael A. Um, I'm sure he's probably got in touch with you, Julian. But congratulations to Michael A. Who won the tour book. Uh, and for a little reminder uh, for folks, there is a, another contest going on. Uh, you can email at uh, is it kissfaq at outlook dot com. Let me just double <laughs> double check that real quick. Yeah. Um, Okay, perfect. And there's an answer for a contest for a signed Tommy Thayer photo, the photo taken by your uh, amazing admin, Julian Gill, um, <laughs> signed by Tommy at the personal meeting greet that, that uh, Julian had. And you also get one of the one of Tommy Thayer's guitar picks from the End of the Road tour. Now, for this contest, you have to email that email, kissfaq at outlook.com. Um, and the question was, what are two songs he played Julian's Explorer at the at the show? Um, of course, Julian gave out the song titles. <laughs> so, uh, Psycho Circus and I Love It Loud. <laughs> there you go. So you, you can't go wrong there. Um, but again, we'd like to hear some feedback on uh, what you guys' thoughts are with Origins Volume 2. Um, so please, uh, on the message board in the comments section, Below, go ahead and, and share us your thoughts. And from Mark, Ken, and myself, we uh, thank you again for listening and watching, and have a great day. Thank you for spending time listening to the Kiss FAQ podcast today. All sales are final, there are no refunds. 
If you'd like, look us up on Facebook or come over to the KISS FAQ message board and discuss the topic we've broadcast today. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes, Spreaker, or wherever you've listened to the show. We hope you'll join us again.